Welcome back to the Tribal Brand Podcast. I am New Winton. I hope everybody out there in podcast land is doing fantastico. I'm doing pretty darn good out here in the Pacific Northwest. Job is great. Well, almost great. You know how work can be. One day can be fantastic and the next day can be, ah, shit. You know, one of those days. So you hear about this kid that died from an overdose of fentanyl because he bought a pill or some pills from somebody who was supposed to be just a regular old pain pill. Turns out it was laced with fentanyl. Now, that's like the third time in King County in the last couple months that this has happened. Now, do you all remember the days when you could just go down to the corner and buy a bag of pills and a sheet of acid, quarter pound of weed, whatever? And didn't have to worry about going home and dying. Didn't have to worry about dealing that out to somebody else and and then they die. Need to teach your kids nowadays, folks. There's people out there that are into killing people anonymously. Yeah. Some people get off on that just knowing that yeah, some people are going to die. You know? What's wrong with the world today? What's wrong with our society? I remember in high school, I could just go down to the corner, buy a bag of pills, you know, crisscross speed or whatever, make it into some dime bags and sell it. Nobody worried about it, man. It was all good. It's a horrible time right now in America and in the world. I do remember one time, though, some buddies and I took the Greyhound bus from Bellingham to Seattle. We're in high school. We're going to go hang out at Mike Hammer's house and Pat Beeson's house down in Seattle. There were a couple of boys from the group home up there, and we hung out because we were a bunch of stoners and a bunch of uh, castaways, as it were back then. You know, you had your good side of the track and the bad side of the track, and we were on the bad side, but we had a lot of fun, that's for sure. So we get down to Seattle, and we realized we needed to get some weed. So we saw some brothers down the street, they were on a corner, so we figured, well, this must be the shop. This must be where to go to purchase our marijuana. So we asked dudes, hey, we're looking for an ounce of weed. You know, I think back then it was like 80 bucks or some kind of ridiculous number. We handed it to them, and they said, yeah, we'll be right back. And they went into the building right there on the corner. They get in the elevator. And I'm thinking, well, I don't know about this. This just doesn't quite seem right. Something's a little off. Sure enough, it was off. Those guys didn't come back with our weed or our money. And we went to looking for them. That's how stupid we were back then. Or is that just the way it was? Everybody was a little bit trustworthy. Everybody wasn't packing guns, I guess. So we go up the elevator. We look around for like an hour. Yeah, they're gone. Needless to say, that was pretty much all the money we had for the weekend, so we were stuck in the house pretty much. Well, we did a little partying, that's for sure, but yeah, those good old days are gone. So getting back to the fentanyl thing, you know, it's a sad thing that our children think that, oh, I'm going to take a pill. Maybe he does have a backache, maybe he's got issues at home, whatever. He wants to get a buzz, and he never wakes up, and that's how he's remembered. Oh, he was probably a great kid, a good kid, but... He made a mistake, and now he's dead. Sad thing, man. Sad, sad thing. I myself enjoy an occasional narcotic once in a while because I do have aches and pains. 
bad knees, bad shoulders, bad back, bad brain, you know. Sometimes it's nice to be able to feel that euphoric feeling that a nice little pain pill will give you once in a while. That's the extent of it. it. used to be I could go down to the corner or talk to somebody and buy their prescriptions off them, but now I can't do that anymore. I'm too afraid of that shit. I'm scared of fentanyl, man. They say one little itty-bitty, itty-bitty, I don't know what, the dust, some of it's so strong, the dust can just get through your skin into your pores and kill you within minutes. What the fuck is that? I don't want no part of that shit, man. I'll just stick to my weed. And if I get some narcotics prescribed from the doctor one day for my shoulder or whatever, I'll certainly cash in on that. But I won't buy anything off the street anymore. Mm -mm. That's what times have become, man. Can't trust your local drug dealer. You can't say, let's make a dope deal. Not anymore. Oh, I stole that from Cheech and Chong, by the way. Used to be back in the day, you could even smuggle a little bit of dope up into Canada. Yeah, I did that one time too, or maybe two times back in the day when it was like, had to be the summer of 1981. Yeah. My girlfriend and I are going to go up into Canada, up into Kamloops. I remember telling you guys about that when I lived up there for a summer. And we're thinking, well, maybe if we bring up some acid and some marijuana, some weed, we can make a few bucks. So sure enough, my dumb ass, it's a quarter pound of weed and a sheet of acid. And I put the weed up inside the glove box and the sheet of acid was in a folder or something with some other paper and we drive up I don't even have a driver's license so she's driving and they call us into the office and I got a pipe in my pocket with a little bit of weed in it what a retard man was I just stuck on stupid when I was like in my late teens man I think about how retarded I was I was just a dumbass man no wonder the grown ups were like you're stupid Anyway, so they call us inside, and I'm a little paranoid. Luckily, there was a garbage can. Back then, it was so lax, man. It was it was like there was really no... There was nothing terroristic really going on in this country. There weren't mass shootings. People were, you know, pretty for the most part, pretty friendly. Anyhow, they, they call us in. They talk to us, and they're like, where are you going? I'm like, we're going up to... Up near Kamloops. The Shushwap uh, Indian Reservation on... Dead Man's Creek. Okay. Got any drugs or anything with you? No. All right. You guys go ahead and go. So off we go. Then we get up the road a few miles. I'm like, damn, I threw out my pipe. Now, how are we going to smoke? Man. I know you heard that notification from my iPad. Yeah, I forgot to turn it off and it sent me some stupid notification. I'm just going to leave it in, though. Yeah. You know, the funny thing about listening to some of Bill Burr's podcasts is he'll just, man, he'll be on his phone. He'll get up and he'll look out the window or close the door or whatever. There's noise going on around him like when he was in New York. You could hear the cars and the horns and everything all the time. And I thought it was pretty cool. Then just last week he did one where he had the neighbor jackhammering. And he just keeps on going. He bitches and complains and moans about it. But he 
powers through it, man, and just keeps going through it. Finally, it quit, and he was a happy motherfucker. Yeah, I like Bill Burr. Listen to Bill Burr. He's a funny fucker, especially for a white guy who has absolutely no filter. Funny shit. So anyhow, we get up into Cam, uh, near Kamloops, I should say. Again, it's not quite Kamloops, like 30 miles out of there, down this dirt road onto the reservation. And what's really cool is when you pull down on this old dusty dirt road, you take a left onto the little housing development there. It's all dirt road and dust. There's a big white church right smack dab in the middle of it. Yeah, they built that when the Christians came over. Yeah, that's when they decided they're going to assimilate them there, savages, turn them into white folk. Every Sunday, they would have a service in this church. I never went. I never went one time into that thing. I've always been one of them guys that believes there's got to be something more powerful than myself, some kind of creator, something that makes this all work because it's so amazing and awesome. I believe in God. To a certain extent, I believe in, you know, I believe in God. I believe in a higher power. I don't know. Maybe I'm still a little bit on the fence about God and the Creator. I'm not sure. I'm still searching for answers, man. There's got to be something out there. There's got to be something that has created this planet. Everything has to be perfect for it to work. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so we get up to the reserve. That's what it's called in Canada, reserve. It's not the reservation. Oh no, it's the reserve. We've reserved that for somebody. Yeah. You know, up there in Canada, they treated them Indians pretty shitty up there too. In a lot of respects, they treated them worse than they did down here. You know, the French, they weren't very nice. Oh no. They had a leader one time that wanted to take over the world. Yeah, Napoleon, a little tyrant. Did pretty damn good, too. They're unsavory individuals. I'll put it to you that way. Hell, up there on their reserves, they have people who don't have any running water. The water's been poisoned, so the they cut it off. Oh, no, we can't. But they're not giving them water. They have to go into town or whatever and bucket it in, man. No running water. They have homes up there on the reserve that are molding. And riding away, roofs caving in. The government doesn't want to help them out. Government put them there. But they don't want to help them. Homes up there that have been there for 50, 60 years that were crap from the, from the beginning. Yeah. Anyway. So we get up there with our, our dope. And we start cutting it up into little pieces of acid and, you know, grams of weed quarter ounces and what have you we sold them all weekend but I took a bad trip man I took some of that acid Ooh, I think I probably took two or three I tripped out and I was drinking went a little bananas yeah wow I was out of my mind I think I broke some windows and broke the window on my truck and was just tripping man I think some of them reserve Indians were trying to fight with me or something. It was, uh, it was crazy. Crazy times, man. Yeah. I think I was tripping for like 18 hours straight or something ridiculous. That's when the acid was good. That's when you could get some acid, you could go trip for a good, strong six hours. I wouldn't know anymore, though. 
I don't do that stuff. I'm an old man. I might do mushrooms once in a while, but eh, haven't done that for many, many years. One day I'll tell you all about my first trip on mushrooms. Man, that was awesome and intense. Me and Dennis and Norm, Black Diamond. 1976. And you know what sucks getting to be a little bit older is I can remember shit from 76, 77, 68, 85, 89. But now I can't remember shit I did two minutes ago. One day they'll create a pill that will enhance memory even better than it does today. You read about them people who have photographic memories. That would be incredible to remember everything you read. Everything that you look at is like bing, bring it right to the surface. Hell yeah. I would do that shit in a heartbeat. Then I'd go on fucking Jeopardy and win me some money. Been trying to win some money, actually. Been trying to win that lottery, man. I heard on the other day on uh, Joe Rogan, they had a dude on there that was talking about, you know, they were just shooting the breeze about different dimensions. And they were saying there's some theory out there that there are infinite dimensions which carries us in each one. So part of the theory is that if one of my selves in a different dimension is thinking that, oh, I'd like to win the lottery, it can go from that dimension to this dimension and I'll be winning the lottery. Well, let's do it, man. Come on. Let me something. Wake up with $50 million in the bank and not a financial thing to worry about oh yeah that would be awesome you definitely have to deal with the family members though for show yes indeed for show people you never saw for the last 50 years since you was like two I'm your uncle yeah think you can spare me some change god that would be pathetic how can people live with themselves when they're like that? You know, if I had a buddy or brother or sister who won the lottery, man, if you want to share with me, that's awesome. But I ain't going to bring it up. I'm not going to say, hey, so, you got $50 million in the bank? Uh, well, you know, why don't you throw me a couple? I wouldn't do that. That's, that's gross, man. People like that should be castaways. They should be shunned. Fucking losers. Money makes people fucking do crazy shit, I think. I've never had a lot of money, so I don't know, but... You know, they say it doesn't uh, bring you happiness, but I'd sure like to try it. I would sure like to try it. I don't care what people think. Hell yeah, give me some millions, man. Hell, in my fantasies, I've already won the lottery a couple times, and I lived a pretty good life in that fantasy, so come on. Wouldn't it be cool to be able to poke your head in the other dimension and see what you're doing over there? Seeing what you're doing with your life. Whether you're the same age or if you're younger. If you're an athlete or a businessman or whatever. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. But it's all theory. We don't know whether it's reality or not. But it's fun to think about. The universe and uh, everything is pretty, pretty incredible. You ever wonder why a fish can light himself up so he can see under the water? Yeah, there's fish down there that can... And eels and whatever... They can make their own light. You ever wonder why that is? I think it's because they've been down there for a couple billion years. An evolution that has afforded them the ability to see. 
in the dark with light created on their own. That's some crazy shit right there. If the man ever exists for that long, a billion years, I'm pretty sure he's going to be able to do some crazy shit. Evolution is amazing. You know how they say necessity is the mother of invention? Well, I say evolution is the mother of history, man. Give mankind a billion years and he's going to probably be able to fly and shit. Probably have his own fucking wings. Yeah, just imagine that shit. Waking up and flying off to work, flapping your wings like a fucking bird or a bat. Like that dude from the fucking uh, Jeepers Creepers, man. That guy was a fucking freak. Wonder how old that dude was. I don't know how long mankind's been around. Can't be more than 100,000 years, I don't think. I don't know, the evolution from a monkey to a man, is that how it went? I'm not sure about all that evolution, man. But I do know one thing. Pretty blessed to be a human being right now. All you little turds out there that have been dropped like fucking, uh, dropped on your heads and shit. Need to get your shit together, man. Save the planet. Save your fucking, save mankind. It's too late for me. It's too late for any of my relations. They're all dead. So all you little turds need to save the planet, save your lives. Get scrumpty dumpty out of there, number one. Man, this guy is making America look like fucking clown town. Unbelievable what this guy talks about. Unbelievable what he fucking does. You know? When are you all going to figure it out? That motherfucker doesn't know how to be a politician. He's not a fucking politician. He doesn't know how to act. He, he doesn't know the etiquette. He don't fucking know. He's a fucking uh, real estate fucking agent with the billions of dollars that got to be president. You ever thought that maybe Trump was involved with the mobsters back in the day over there in New York City? The mob, man. All kinds of weird shit goes on over there. Glad I don't have nothing to do with that shit. You think all of his aides are saying, you better circle the wagons, Mr. President. You got the whistleblowers coming after you. So if you know what's good for you, you'll keep your pie hole shut and listen to my. He's just a fucking knucklehead that doesn't know how to keep his pie hole shut. He just needs to shut the fuck up. He's like a child in there. He's gets everybody all riled up well you did this well you did that trying to deflect all eyes off him that's what an addict does man you try to deflect everything away you try to do whatever to make everybody not look at you whatever and what it's really doing is making everybody look at him everybody now all you got countries doing is looking at everybody investigating everybody come on man jesus christ Ugh. it's pathetic you got some of these news channels, that's all they cover is the president and his knucklehead attorney, Giuliani. Who made Giuliani a spokesman for the United States of America? Who named him that dude? He's not even one of the congressmen or whatever. He's not, a, he's not in there, man. He wasn't named as anything. He wasn't vetted for anything. Yet he's going over to Ukraine. He's going over to China. He's going over to Australia. You know, fuck, man. It's the biggest joke ever. Y'all notice that when I get a little worked up, I start using the fuck word and the shit word and all that a little bit more. 
my wife was just saying something the other day. We got into a little bit of a spat. And she's like, every time we get into a fight, you cuss me. You curse me. I'm like, I don't mean to. It just, when I get a little amped up, it just starts coming out. I'm not cursing you and calling you names. I'm just cursing. I'm going to work on that a little bit. I don't want to be that guy. I do get a little worked up when I talk about the politics of the United States of America. Pretty pathetic. It's a joke. Look at it, people. Look how pathetic it is. We have some little girl coming from Sweden or wherever she comes from represent the the youngsters. Why can't somebody from this country be doing that? Why didn't somebody from this country stand up and say, Hey, man. No, had to be Greta. She's doing an awesome job. I personally think part of the problem, or most of the problem, is the goddamn technology and cell phones and shit, man. Everybody's got their face in a phone all the time or an iPad all the fucking time. I'm driving down the street all the time in Seattle, and every time I go by a bus stop, maybe there's ten people there, I'll guarantee you eight of them got their face stuffed into an iPhone or a Galaxy or whatever, man. The world's turning to shit. You see where the governor of Washington said no more vaping man they outlawed it because it's killing people now is it just killing people fast because cigarettes kill people alcohol kills people but I think it's because the vaping is killing people quickly making them sick right away now if it's cancer where you can't see it it's in your lungs or whatever it's not that big of a deal you know now that they're gonna ban it and outlaw it then you're gonna have more deaths because The criminals are going to start making it. Counterfeit, baby. That's what's going to happen. Because now what we have is millions of people who are addicted to vaping and that nicotine instead of smoking cigarettes. So now what we're going to have is more deaths, more organized crime, and it's the same old vicious circle and cycle. People are, are allowed to get hooked on it, kind of like they did the opioids. They allowed everybody to get hooked on it, whoever was going to be that person, have that personality. And now what do we have? All kinds of bullshit right here in America. I'll get off my soapbox now. And did you see that Seahawk game on Thursday night? Oh my goodness. That was some kind of game, man. I flipped it off a couple of times in the last minute. I'm like, man, they're just going to lose. So I go to another channel. And the whole time I have it on that channel for a couple of seconds or whatever, I'm like, oh, I got to see it. I got to see it. So I go back. And finally, I just resigned myself to the fact that, okay, they're going to win with a field goal. The Hawks are going to lose, but it was a hell of a game. And then as they're going to kick it, I'm, I'm thinking, man, man, it could miss it. He could miss it. I have a little bit of hope. Boom. For sure, we win. Anyway, awesome game. I hope you guys watched it. I'm not sure where I'm going with this podcast yet. A little disappointed. Anyway, you all have yourselves a great week. I am you, Winton. Peace.